Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name is Jake with many of those couples, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex, producer Terry's here too. This week, we are here to talk about Fury from the Deep, written by Victor Pemberton, directed by Hugh David, aired March 16th to April 20th, 1968. Before we get started, it is time for everybody's favorite podcast segment, Cody's 60-second plot stops. Doctor Who and friends, welcome to this weird little place where they're pumping like actual gas out of a different place from a bunch of different wells, and it's all going to the same central places, led by this guy named robson who's a giant dick and he's got this friend who's like like luchins luchins he's also a dick anyway everybody here's a dick except for the guy who operates the middle center council thing but eventually he becomes a dick this one dude's got a wife and he's like oh my god my wife is sick because of the seaweed maybe and but like gases or something i don't know and he goes to robson robson's like fuck your wife i hope she dies get back to work and then the wife gets crazy and weird and walks off into the ocean and robson's just staring the whole time and then he gets sick Sick, but he's actually a dick but he's also sick and then there's a whole bunch of seaweed monster people so they fly out to one of those big little rig things and this, they see it's a giant fucking nest of the seaweed people and everybody's making gas and McCrib beats the shit out of a dude and then like a giant fucking dumpster fire of everybody yelling and screaming Time. and they're dead Time. no Stop there's talking. so much more <laughs> you spent too much time on the sick dick bro <laughs> I spent the perfect amount of time on the sick dick <laughs> Cody ah. once upon a time around 10 years ago there was a poll done by Doctor Who magazine ranking all Doctor Who stories there are 156 classic stories where on that list did this one fall this animation did not exist. It was no stories or no no episodes existed. It was just the audio and telesnaps. Oh man, if this was just audio, absolutely <laughs> trash. <laughs> There's pieces of it. These fucking nerds prefer the just the audio. They ones. do, right? <laughs> like, so they, they like those. I'm gonna be lenient. I'm gonna be safe, and I'm gonna say sixty-four. That's not one or a hundred and fifty. Two. Well, he also said he's just going right in the middle every time. <laughs> Respect this strategy. Sixty-four is pretty close to the middle. Sam, you talked. What do you think it is? Twenty. Ooh. Terry. Forty-nine. Jill. Did we all watch different episodes? No, I'm with you, Jill. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, this could be the one where. You... There you go, Alex. 32. Terry is the winner. It is 42. Oh my god. Oh, that's a too far off. Down 13 from the 35th anniversary poll, where it must have been 29. Is that 13? Yeah. Well, I was I was close to that one. Mm-hmm. Take it. We were all close, except Joe. 
I voted with my feelings. <laughs> You're the dissenting voice here. Why don't you start us off? Um, okay, first of all, if we're doing audio only, is this a porno or is it Doctor Who? My God. <laughs> I thought that so many what? times. Like, it's a heartbeat like, throbbing. Do you... Do heartbeats make you think of throbbing things? Well, just no. breathing, okay. too. So there's I so can much... at least inspect yeah. the base of the impeller shaft. <laughs> Quote. Quoted. There was so much just heavy breathing, like Alex said. And then the whole sixth episode is based off Victoria screaming. They're like, hey, she screams a lot. Why don't we just use that? Like, it, yeah. The whole thing. It's a porno. She's Audio a screamer. Only. That but... was hilarious, by <laughs> the way. Because she screamed the whole episode until they needed her to scream. And then she's like, peace. Well, she's like, you can't just scream. Okay, Victoria, that's literally all you do. <laughs> she's gatekeeping screaming. Without like, without the Victoria leaving emotional heart-to-hearts at the end, this the whole rest of the episode is just garbage. Or the story. Like, I was into it for the first three. Four and five were nothing, per usual. Six was like, really, that's the resolve? And then they wrap it up nicely. That doesn't do it for me. Doesn't make it number 41 or whatever. I have a question. Is the loop-de-loop in the real episode, and how did they do it? I don't know. The footage doesn't exist. But I think there are some pictures, or maybe even a couple seconds of footage of the helicopter going under the bridge. Uh, they basically had that helicopter pilot um, the whole time. He They're doing getting a lot of helicopter shots. He doubled as the doctor in the helicopter because Troughton didn't want to go in it because uh, <laughs> they were too close to those cliffs. So he's like, fuck you, I'm the star. <laughs> and then uh, they used the helicopter to lower a like four foot tall replica of the TARDIS onto the water so that they could get that shot of it landing in the water. Which does exist. It was on the DVD because they reuse it in a later episode, and that episode exists. So we'll see it, uh, you know, later. Mad, Mad Mike Smith was the pilot's name. He is all over the DVD, or stories about him. He <laughs> is a crazy person. And I emphasize is still alive. Like, when he's talking about crazy helicopter stunts, he's like, oh no, those are super safe. Like, well, that's all fine. And then they're like, they're like they cut to other people. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're hanging out at the bar at the hotel, and he's eating glass." <laughs> he's just like, "It's his party trick is to eat glass." And then they got kicked out because he was swinging from the chandelier in the hotel bar, and it broke. This oh is God. a guy I want to party with. Right? He sounds. Oh, you insane. can see him. I mean, he's it is fucking eighties now, but you see this guy, and you're like, "Yes, <laughs> that I want that guy in my life." That's amazing. <laughs> I have a very important interruption. Alex has perfected old fashions, like they're to die for. Everyone should come to our house right now and drink an old fashioned. <laughs> but don't oh. don't take a swig and then try and sing the Doctor Who theme song because you will start <laughs> coughing. Um. all got me. All right, I'll be there in twelve minutes. I've timed how long it takes me to get to your house. I do take deliveries. Um, I might go to jail if I leave my house. No one would know. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, we're not recording this. So I picked up Woodford Reserve bourbon and Woodford Reserve cherry bitters. And the combination is amazing. It's really good. Sweet. Want? 
No, need. There we go. <laughs> like dangerously good. All right. Sorry. Okay, Sam, you said it was number 20. You're the furthest that direction. Why don't you give us your thoughts? Um, I watched the bonus episode. I feel like that gave me a hint. What's the bonus episode? The bonus episode where all the people talk about the animation and like the main oh. person was like, people love this episode. I was like, okay, check. <laughs> yeah, so I I bought this. You can you could buy some of the Doctor Who stories that aren't on BritBox. You can buy on Amazon as like a season of TV. So you can like buy each episode for like $2.99 or you can buy the whole thing as a season. So I did that so everyone could watch it. I didn't know that was on there. I have a the steel book of it so i was watching that but the only choice i believe was the color version for you guys and then apparently there is a bonus episode yeah and someone mm -hmm. else watched it because it was already I did watched. Too. okay i was like i figured it was jake but there you go it was a really pretty color animation like they did a really nice job mm -hmm. although Someone in their animation department needs to learn how human arms work because <laughs> they are not that long. <laughs> but it's great because they do like modeling on a computer. So like every arm is separate from the torso so that they could just like move it instead of like animating every cell like normal animation. And at some point you could tell they're just like forgot to move an arm like when... um. When everyone's hugging Victoria goodbye at the end, uh, what's the the couple's names? Harris. Harris and, yeah, he just gets a last name. It's Harris and Maggie Harris. <laughs> um, he's definitely just got his hand on her ass, except his arms are so long oh, that yeah. it's like kind of under her ass. <laughs> and then it cuts to cuts to Jamie and Victoria hugging, and then it cuts back to them and his arms like around her waist like it's supposed to be. But I they, saw that. Those arms are so long. <laughs> I did a mental note. I'm like, where's this arm supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> I can talk to the goodness of this episode a little bit, I suppose. The first three episodes, I was like, wow, Victoria's really stepping up. I bet you anything she leaves this story. <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> she did. I was like, no shock. She like they finally gave her some control, like some I don't know. Brains, responsibility, excitement. Lockpicking skills. Is that what? That wasn't even what it was. She, she was like, "Doctor, we need to do this." I can't remember what actually happened. You know, she picked two locks. <laughs> but the doctor wanted to do something. She's like, "No, this is what we need to do," and he's like, "Okay," and they did it. I was like, "Wow." Okay. Yes, but also in episode two when they escape that room that they're locked in they they have a plan they're gonna go do and the doctor's just like not you victoria you stay here <laughs> like go lock yourself back in that room <laughs> totally thought that so you know victoria, one, one step forward two steps back that victoria and jamie were totally gonna make out at the end there but it was a no-go again character wise he's supposed to be like 20 and she's supposed to be like 15 okay but animation wise they said that they were both teenagers, so I just kind of assumed, you know. Yeah, the writer just does whatever they want. <laughs> so I assume they're the same age. Those two pervs they left her with are definitely going to be fucking her. Oh, she is Jesus. 
she is not in for a good time. <laughs> I, I always get bad vibes from that where they're like, oh, would you like this little girl? And they're like, why, yes, we would. <laughs> Please give her to us. I always took it as like a we had careers. We didn't have time of our own to have children like the dream. No baby, just a teenager who is about ready to leave. Yeah. We don't want babies. We want a hot 16-year-old. <laughs> oh, you just do please, your trial please run? Please give. Call her good. It's like you, you heard those noises she was making when she was getting sick. <laughs> well, I did not think any of that, so... It was insane. When she was, like, laying in her bed and her husband, like, first comes in and notices that she's ill, the noises she's making are insane. <laughs> Maybe that's why the audiophiles love this episode. <laughs> oh no i'm sure if you could like see the actual footage and you can see like her mouth moving and like her acting like i'm sure it's totally normal but with just like the the kind of like deadpan face animation and those noises it was you shift on i mean i wasn't the only one to notice so it can't <laughs> it has to be real you and all the other weirdos uh did anybody else think that when um okay who, what was the dude's name? The like second in command of Robson, like the scientist guy whose wife was Bryce. Sick. Bryce Harris. Oh, Harris was the guy Harris. with the wife. Harris. Harris. Okay, so when Harris's wife, whatever her name is, walked into the ocean, and Maggie Harris. Maggie Harris walked into the ocean, and Robson was just staring out there. Did anybody else think that like Robson was being blackmailed or something by the seaweed creatures? No, he was like already under their control. Yeah, he was a seaweed. I get that, but he was incredibly not green for a seaweed, okay? <laughs> like, everybody that you see well, that's... He kind of... He went in and out of phases of, like, being in, having any kind of control at all. Like, he seemed at sometimes like a complete automaton. And then sometimes, like, he would get on the the helicopter radio with the doctor and be like, Leave me alone. Don't come here. And hanging up and doing shit like that. <laughs> He said the exact opposite. He said, you come here, I'm going to kill the girl. <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Verbatim. Verbatim. I remember really liking this one, but I had a tough time locking in this time. I watched episode one three times because I kept just drifting. Oh, no. I, uh, I mean, if I was being perfectly honest, hated every second of it. Episode six was absolutely fucking crazy. I feel so bad for the animators. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, did you rewatch episode one? Because I don't think you saw any of it. Episode one? Yeah, isn't that yeah, that's the one we watched together. I saw plenty. Well, of let's see. Everyone shut up. Cody, there's one gigantic thing that happens in episode one that resonates through all of New Who. Do you remember? Oh yeah, he totally did. In fact, he wrote it in his notes. Take your notes out. It's the first oh, thing Oh, let me down. take my notes out. Yeah, I have a... I, <laughs> the I, I wrote... screwdriver. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, and it's actually a screwdriver. Yeah. Let me bring up my notes here real quick. It's not actually a screwdriver. It it does the same thing as a screwdriver. It was see, super it's... underwhelming, though. I was really hoping it would come back, like in episode five, just to linger. But no, we can't explain this. Here it is. It's literally just supposed to unscrew screws in the original there's just like one giant screw on the end of the box and <laughs> is someone they under just kind the of box like, just unscrewing? yeah they just kind of push it up and then they have an animation over the top of it of the screw spinning while it's being pushed up <laughs> i was really hoping that the noise 
machine at the end, other than just Victoria screaming, which is great. Um, I was hoping that was a sonic screwdriver. Like, why not use yeah. a sonic screwdriver for something that requires yeah. noise? They foreshadowed it. <laughs> and if this was written in New Who, it would have been David Tennant jamming the sonic into some port, and then all the loudspeakers in the facility would just start going. Like, that's how that would have happened. Yeah, there's an episode where he throws it inside a church organ, and somehow that makes <laughs> really loud noises. <laughs> like, the pipe of a church organ. Uh, the reason, Jill, that it doesn't do anything later is because it wasn't in the script. They showed up on the day to shoot that, and it just says the doctor has a a doctor-ish screwdriver. So it's like, you know, a spacey-wacy screwdriver. And uh, it was... Oh, there's this guy that's on a bunch of the DVD uh, making ofs. Peter Bryant, I think. Something Bryant. He was like a assistant, uh, production assistant. And he had the idea of like, or someone said they wanted to like have it like vibrate the screw out. And he goes, oh, what if you make it sonic? It could use sound waves. And they're like, okay, cool. So it's like sonic screwdriver. And they, they gave him like a pen light to make it like to hold on to, to be like, this is the sonic screwdriver. And as soon as they opened the pipe, he dropped it down the pipe. Yes. So, <laughs> so they, he ended up using the whistle off of the life jacket that uh, <laughs> Victoria was wearing. Um, what's her What's her real name? Or what's her actual name? <laughs> Victoria Waterfield, Deborah Watling. <laughs> the whistle off of the life jacket that Deborah Watling was wearing. Insane. That's hilarious. So it wasn't used because it's not in the script. We will see it one more time in the second Doctor's era, and it literally unscrews and then re-screws a screw. With it using sound waves, like it was able to vibrate, I was kind of, yeah. Victoria is using sound waves. That would have been the perfect... Yeah. <laughs> Jill's got it right. That Missed moments. We all have the potential to be sonic screwdrivers. And it was perfectly foreshadowed on episode one, like Sonic, sound waves. This is going to be important. Also, how long it took them to figure out that Victoria was the one scaring them away. Mind numbing. (laughs) Like, I figured it out. I never figure things out. Embarrassing. I'll I'll call them and let them know. (laughs) Cody, you complained about the ending. Would you have liked it more if they went with the original ending, which was Jamie playing bagpipes at them? Uh, well, yes, <laughs> obviously. 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 I, why I, asked, I, I apologize. <laughs> the, my only problem, I, I liked all the action. It was cool. It was crazy. It was energetic. It's just like with the animation and the audio, none of it really seemed to jive. And it was just a whole bunch of people just yelling I did hate one thing that fucking that piece of shit who sits at the controls and does all the communications had one job flip the switch and he didn't fucking do it. And he backed (laughs) off. I was like, you you only had to do one thing and you couldn't do. So I just, my sheer hate of that man made me hate the writing for it, but it was like really noisy and the animation couldn't keep up with like an explanation as to where the noise is coming from. Also, 
why does it seem it seems like the doctor even though he's talking to like jamie or he's talking to anybody it always seems like he's just talking to himself he just trails off on every single thing that he says he is mostly just talking to himself i suppose that kind of makes sense did everybody see the picture of the master that's in every other episode the posters in the background yeah the wanted posters for the master (laughs) yeah some some of the animations have like there'll be a wanted poster of roger delgado's master and then there'll be a wanted poster of like sasha dewan's master and it's like oh these two evil people have been around seen around the area oh they're but they don't know it's the same person but we do it's fun (laughs) are there pictures of michelle gomez master not that I'm aware of. Bro. I don't know if any of the animations came out during her tenure. I'm sure some of them did. Yeah, I, I remember really liking this one when Alex and I watched it for Brothers and Who. We you did this for Victoria's uh, episode that we did. We did her first and last. And um, I remember really liking it when we did it back then. And this time I just... I don't know if I'm just over the animations or if I'm just over base under siege stories or what, but I uh, just had a tough time. Oh, I was going to say, this felt less like base under siege because they were able to go to that place with the helicopter. That other base? Yeah. (laughs) Two bases under siege. So those things are real and they're super cool looking, which is another, like they... For the making of documentary, they went back there and they were shooting them with the drone and they looked incredible. Like it would have been really nice to have those or to have that episode existing. Someone just die. Yeah, we have a moth in the office. I don't know if you've seen Alex with the moth. <laughs> and it killed you. Um <laughs> But I, I believe they were like observation towers during World War Two. Something like that. And I can't remember. This was my second time watching it because I also watched it for your Brothers and Who episode. Um, yes. I I really enjoyed it. I still liked it a lot with what was going on. I thought we saw, um, it must have been like the still frames, but we got to see like the seaweed monsters uh, in like the final episode six siege. And maybe we watched the documentary together because they have... Like, someone was shooting with, like, a reel-to-reel camera, like, back behind the scenes, like, just taking some behind-the-scenes yeah. video. So they did, like, they did, like, shoot them shooting that scene. And then in 2003, someone found, like, three and a half minutes of footage, mostly of that scene. And um, it turned out to not be from the broadcast story, but they were, like, just unused alternate takes. And they didn't have any audio. But those those costumes and just like the whole set and everything looked so good. Uh, I was I was very sad that we didn't have like the original film or anything for it. But it was all the work that went into that. Just awesome. Well, and as awesome was the the second story featuring the BBC foam machine. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a lot of foam in right. this story and that scene they're like it's coming out the like the entrances like surrounding them it's it's kind of cool more foam more foam <laughs> Alex you ain't said shit the moth it got him 
Oh no. <laughs> Jill and Alex are not here. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. I I really loved uh Mr. Quill and Mr. Oak. Like those two were just mm-hmm. such character faces and creepy as hell. Uh, but it those two were super fun to watch. Oh they God. remind me a lot of like Adam's family characters. <laughs> The rat face they drew for that guy. I looked him up. I was like, there's no way this human looks like that. And he doesn't. <laughs> they just made him a rat. Um, <laughs> I I believe there's a second or two of him, like, opening his mouth to make, like, the gas come out or whatever. And uh, he does look creepy as shit. Like, I think they, like, put a bunch of black stuff in his mouth and make him look crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. I was curious to know how they did that in the film because in my head canon, I was like, this probably looks really stupid. Like, I don't think there's special effects. It's just a sound, and there's a dude over here in the corner with his mouth open really <laughs> wide. Uh, with the extra episode that Sam and I watched, uh, I think that scene uh, in the Harrison house, they tried doing uh, frame for frame recreation of it yeah they did they even had it they side don't by have side. the frames yeah <laughs> or, they, well they did they have that scene okay they no Was they have Jamie that really whole hanging scene. from the ceiling well i mean that they didn't show they showed the two guys like opening their mouths to gas maggie yeah that's the scene oh, that they yeah. did shot for yeah. shot yeah that and must they, be the one i've seen then and they had them next to each other, so it was fun watching the animation and the IRL together. Oh, cool. <laughs> Alex, stop messaging us in Discord. It's so loud in my headphones. He's, he's gas trying to kill him off. <laughs> Dude, it took that thing was not going down. It took so many hits. <laughs> Alex, say stuff. Say what? You're the only one who hasn't talked yet. So I was under duress. I so Jake, last time I watched this uh was for brothers, as you said. For some reason I remember last time I actually watched the recon. So I remember watching a bunch of episodes in like the slides slideshow fashion. And so this time I watched all the like obviously it was all animated, and you I might think have I accidentally. Well, like if I gave if I gave you the the maybe. DVD, there was they had it in color in black and white and the recons. Okay, but I mean it was cool to see because then I could see kind of what it looked like, and I really enjoyed um, because like the scenes that they did have. Like you, you'd mentioned, like the the whole fight scene at the end, they had like that scene, like it. Mm-hmm. They spliced it into the episode I was watching, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. But the the animation, I think, really brings this story, like big, because it looked insane and was wonky and wacky, and I couldn't really see what was going on because when they made the animation they still have like the stage direction right like what it's supposed to look like they have the scripts okay and, and you yeah. know every episode has so much lore to it like there's been so many interviews with everybody who worked on it i mean they've got 
of the assistant like production assistants and floor managers on the dvds like they they talked to everyone who was there yeah and so i i think i think with with the animation it just really brought it more to life for me and so watching it the second time on animation was a lot of fun because there were some aspects i didn't really think about or really catch um in in like the first walkthrough or watch through I don't know. It was a fun watch. I enjoyed it. So I, I know for a fact that like there was only one seaweed monster, not five, <laughs> that came in <laughs> and attacked. And they didn't look like that in the animation. I, I have no idea what they look like. Um, it it was it was a dude in a like tube bodysuit just flailing around with his <laughs> arms above his head. Like yeah. that's all it was. <laughs> Uh, but they're like I would love to see the first episode where they're like on the beach and like they really went out and rode a little dinghy back into the beach. Um, they were funny story from the DVD. The production designer uh, ordered the boat and or because they this wasn't in the script either. They got there and then the director's like, hey, I've got a helicopter. <laughs> Why can you guys make up a four foot TARDIS real quick? and <laughs> Let's do this. And uh they so the his assistant ordered a dinghy and ordered a a motor for it and forgot to order the thing that you mount the motor onto because otherwise it would just fall off and so uh Patrick Trout was like I'll just row because he was a sailor and so he was comfortable in the water but it was fucking February and absolutely freezing and poor Deborah Watling is running around in like flats with no socks on she's and a skirt she looks absolutely freezing and then Troughton and Fraser Hines decide again not in the script to grab her and throw her into the foam <laughs> oh that wasn't in script no and in fact in other shots like before that they had to like keep telling her to get like into shot because she knew those guys were going to fuck with her so she's like trying to stay as far away from them as possible while like being in like the bottom <laughs> corner of the screen <laughs> like she's just does not she's just so cold and miserable these guys are just, just such dicks <laughs> well and then the uh harris wife maggie <laughs> maggie maggie harris she had to like that actress had to walk into the water and just be yes. underwater forever so again on the DVD, she was she was on the DVD too. She's still with us, June Murphy. Um, still gorgeous too, as like an octogenarian. And she That's my favorite word now. Octo <laughs> I just heard it for the first time. <laughs> That's weird. How does septuagenarian blow your mind? <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. Why why is that a word? Just keep, say keep them coming all the way down. Just say you just say 80-year-olds. Say someone in their 80s. <laughs> right. That was way longer than just saying octogenarian. It's probably not. No, um, it's not Jake. <laughs> anyway, so the director tells her, I need you just to walk out into the ocean until your head is covered, and then don't look back. Because we we want to just get you like your in a trance and the tide was out so she goes for like a fucking mile and she's up to her knees still <laughs> she's <laughs> so far away from everybody she can't hear them they're trying to yell to her like just go to your knees <laughs> like just dunk yourself and we'll we'll see what it looks like and she can't hear them she just keeps walking 
Oh, it had to have been so cold. Clearly, the loss of these live action episodes was the true, true damage done (laughs) to all of BBC. Well, this is the final story that is completely missing. Nice. Thank God. So we have at least an episode for every story remaining. Boom, dum. Only slight incompetence at the data storage. data storage vhs closet no it was their policy to destroy the, the films oh that dumb policy that's yeah that policy's ridiculous storage is expensive man this dude named jake keeps buying their dvds they could have <laughs> dvds they didn't have to pay animation for yes but then they wouldn't get me to buy the recons and then the animations and then when they do find them i'll buy it again (laughs) oh shit it's all a ploy jake's keeping bbc afloat but also (laughs) that that fucking job that the government has to do is the one that they do correctly and on time all the time (laughs) (laughs) true that's why that's why there's so many times where it's like oh this guy that worked in the mailroom like had one in his attic it's like yeah because they're just like yoink no one's ever gonna look for this did people have like projectors to play them back back then or did they just steal them to steal them i don't know right is it just a collectible or is it usable the reason we have all the ones we do is because some nerd was recording them off the tv (laughs) hey praise be that nerd (laughs) really Do we? Oh, no. (laughs) So, all in all, like, there's so much we could talk about. There's so many characters. Like, we haven't talked about Robson really at all. In the bonus episode, the animators were talking about character introduction, and there's like 20 characters, and 16 were introduced in the first episode. (laughs) That sounds miserable to do. Well, that's why they, like, they put face masks on all the guards or like visors on their helmets. Like they didn't have those because they're like, we're not drawing 20 faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are all automatons. <laughs> Dude, Robson was a proper asshole and yep. was hitting too close to like personalities I've met before. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He only yells. Like after the yeah. first three times that someone doesn't listen to him, he just goes insane. <laughs> But also, like, you're so far up your own ass, you won't listen to the scientists that are telling you, hey, something's wrong. Like, if something's wrong, you go find out what's wrong, not be like, nah, it's just technical, like, fucking fix it. Like, what do (laughs) you mean, man? This is so funny coming from, like, computer guy who's probably like... Oh, my God. (laughs) I feel like you resonate with that so highly. Dude, it... it, Yeah, it was... Yeah. (laughs) But when Megan Jones shows up, she basically says, like, the reason we sent him here is because he's like that. That's what we wanted. We wanted to make sure production doesn't stop, regardless of, like, human safety. <laughs> like, we, like, you guys are a little, like, too safe. We just want to crank this shit out. But she eventually came around, like, she was in, what, her first episode. By the end of the episode, she's like, yeah, okay, this is a problem. We need to fix this. And... Robson was like when absolute batshit like never came around. 
until the very end when they're like having dinner in the backyard and all of a sudden he's everybody's best friend when the sort of he's not seaweed anymore that one girl came into his room to talk to him and he was like help me (laughs) and it was just kind of it just inexplicably stopped with that where he was able to be pulled from the the grasp of the seaweed momentarily well, everyone was told when you're getting sick from the seaweed, make your sex noises. So Maggie Harris made <laughs> sex noises and <laughs> Robson said, help me in a child's voice. <laughs> help me. Oh, no. Oh, Robson. <laughs> Jesus. Get wrecked. Oh. No kink shaming here. Also, is was this whole story like a, like a PSA against like marijuana? Like, don't let the weed get you. <laughs> It did that seem like too. that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because they'd always say the weed. They're yeah. on the yeah. weed. The and weed we don't, really threw it off. And we don't call seaweed weed. We call it weeds, plural, mm-hmm. yeah. when you're talking about weeds like in a lake or the ocean. He was touched by the weed. He's gone crazy. <laughs> it's over for him. He clearly cannot <laughs> lead. He's in no state. I didn't really like the ending with how everyone was suddenly completely fine once they defeated the nervous system of this uh, seaweed device. Like, because Maggie walked into the ocean. Like, yes, she's being mind-controlled, but she would have drowned. Like, she should not be okay. No, the seaweed photosynthesizes. And with natural gases. They don't like oxygen. (laughs) And then fucking Robson was like, just lettuce at the end like he was so gross and suddenly he's like oh my complexion is fine i look great i got a facial and it's like what it's all about the sound waves man the sound waves you see the sound (laughs) slices up all the seaweed because the doctor made it sound extremely dangerous to point it at anything other than the seaweed (laughs) and these guys came out the other end great I loved it too when immediately he's like gonna turn him on and they're all pointing him right at the doctor. It's like, no, at the seaweed, you morons. Turn around. <laughs> Me and the doctor, same human in that moment. <laughs> it is in the fun facts, Terry, that nobody dies in this story except for the monster. Um, so I I don't know if that means that it's like the the first time it's happened where we haven't had any dead people. But uh, it's definitely rare. No dead people. Everybody lives. Yeah. So even even all of the <laughs> all of the people on the different rigs um, and platforms. Stuff. Yeah, lived they were too. completely. Yeah, they fine. all called back and they're like, "Oh, great, you're alive. We're sending a helicopter. You'll be back here in half an hour." Mm-hmm. Crazy. Man, I just want like just constant free use of a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, you guys want some tweets? I could go for a tweet. You're... You mean an X? Yeah, give me that X, that hot X. Um... <laughs> no, they're not. That's the... Wait, what are the... The posts are called something different, right? We've been over this. Uh, Excrements. Called... <laughs> Excrements. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, someone we haven't heard from in a while, Ode Ollie at Ode underscore Ollie says, I think being lost gave this both mystery and prestige, and mostly it holds up to that. Somehow it manages to make sentient seaweed seem like a credible threat, and that's down to how well the possessions are acted. Oak and quill are genuinely creepy throughout, especially if you ask certain censors, and I think still stand up as some of the scariest Who villains. 
Victoria is somehow both handled well and badly here. Uh, even if the screaming is ridiculed now, it works well in context, giving her a genuine way to affect the plot, but plays up the stereotype of screaming female companions. Her departure is surprisingly emotional, though, especially against Fraser Hines giving Jamie a really affecting response. It's always cool to see the original whistle, whistle version of the Sonic when it genuinely was just a screwdriver. Can't wait to hear what you thought. Well, you done just heard Thanks, it. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie was got kind of tender towards uh Victoria a couple times when he thought she was dead. He's like, "No, yeah. you can't be dead." That was uh yeah, unexpected Jamie feels. It was his first solo female companion when Ben and Polly were there. Like Polly was kind of part of a twosome. Now he's got his first, like, proper young girl that he can manipulate <laughs> into wearing uh. clothes that he likes. <laughs> so I uh, couldn't quite tell Victoria and the wife apart for a while because <laughs> animation's hard. I was like, what the hell are they having her wear? I was like, that's the wife. I'm like, oh, still though. That adds to the porno feature. Uh, let's see. James Courtney at Mr. J. Courtney says, I really enjoy this one. Victoria's Scream is useful for, for once. Also, the helicopter pilot in The Extras is excellent. Where is the TV show about him? He's absolutely right. Good old Mad Mike something or other. I wrote it down. <laughs> Mad Mike, helicopter boy, man, guy. <laughs> no, keep going. More words. Bro, yeah. bro dude. Bet, yep. I like Gentlemen. it. Gentlemen. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, Janelle Hobbs at J. Christine H. says, probably too late. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't able to rewatch, but I could drop two quick thoughts. It's such a lovely departure for Victoria, and I really wish we had more of it surviving. It seems wonderfully creepy at times, and I would have loved to have seen how they handled certain scenes. I think okay, we all agree I... with that. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, okay, Do... so for like the lovely, excuse me? Excuse Do me. people just first. memorize? <laughs> <laughs> Do people just know off the tippy top of their little noggins what episode people leave in? Because if we, if you ask me what episode anyone left in, I can even tell you what episodes the doctors left in. Pretty sure. Yeah, but you're oh. an idiot. I mean, <laughs> fair. Oh, no. They're fans. They pay attention. They think about these things. They listen to podcasts. There you people can do like that, Jake but not out there. Memorize. What makes you think know. that they've memorized it? Maybe they're like, oh, Mary who is talking about this one. Maybe I'll do a quick plot relook. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's that, right. I remember. Victoria that's my left. question. Yeah. yeah but also, course. her animation only came out like two years ago. So if she watched it, it would have been relatively recently. Um, I've, only, woman... I've only seen this once and I knew it was Victoria's last story and I knew it had the sonic screwdriver in it. The woman who fell to earth, that's the only one I can tell you. Uh, can tell us what? That's the first 13th Doctor episode. <laughs> I could tell you a single other one. <laughs> you don't know Christopher Eccleston's first story name? Rose? Yeah, see, you know too. Yes! What's Matt, What's David Tennant's? That was I, tough. I don't know Tennant's. It's the Christmas Invasion. Oh, 
I feel like I, I should know Matt Smith. I know the episode. You should. It has his doctor number in it. The eleventh hour. Yes. See, Smilevin. look, look, you Matt, know them all. <laughs> Matt Smilevin. Uh, you wouldn't get Capaldi's if I gave you all day. Oh, I believe that. I can't even remember oh. him. Capaldi it's never like left. Breath. Actually, still the doctor. <laughs> Which what happens in that episode? There's a T-Rex. Uh, the doctor yeah. changes into Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Ooh, that's the one on the spaceship. Nope, that was that's Tenet. Oh, what one has that? Oh, that doesn't have a T-Rex. Does that one have a T-Rex? Um, no. No, no, that's dinosaurs on a ship. Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Oh, and yeah. did it was... not have a T-Rex? It didn't. Okay, that's that had what... like a triceratops or oh, something. Okay. It had triceratops, it had some pterodactyls, and it had some raptors. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, re- I do remember the... It's on a beach. Capaldi's first episode, the dinosaur, right? For Wasn't a second. It in like London? the opening yeah, scene yeah, is. Yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah, it's it's in London. Yeah. Not a beach. It's a it's river, a river bank. <laughs> um, can a river not have a beach? We are we are from Picktown. <laughs> not in that's, London. <laughs> that's definitely a true thing that not happens. Not in London. <laughs> Rivers have beaches. Rivers have beaches. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back All to right. old who. I got a few more fun facts we maybe didn't get to. Um, this is the remake or the writer of this, Victor Pemberton basically remade a radio play called The Slide, which is about sentient mud that was taking over people. Um, Which I think kind of explains... The first time I watched this, uh, Alex and I talked about it, that it seems like what the Doctor and his team are doing a lot of the time is like away from all the other people in the story. And I think that's because it was originally a story that doesn't have the Doctor in it. And so they're like, oh, we'll just weave the Doctor kind of in and out of it. But the original radio play, The Slide, the person who played, like, the good guy who saves the day was Roger Delgado, who is the first master. I was like, is it We will the see him guy? soon. Ooh, dropping hints. Well, I mean, three seasons from now. Oh, <laughs> oh. yikes. That's not soon at all. Five years from now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will well, die soon. When the doctor records Victoria's screams, it is not Deborah Watling screaming. She showed up that day and she had a cold, so she couldn't properly scream. It is the assistant floor manager, Margot Heo, who's on the DVD. She's famous. Hope she got paid. <laughs> um, This is the only second doctor story that does not begin with the word the. Everyone loves that one. What? <laughs> and it's the first story since the Savages. That like, or since the Savages, every story has begun with the word "the." That was a first Doctor story, and the next time will be the third Doctor's first story, which is called "Spearhead from Space." The spearhead, uh, enemy. Yeah. Alien. No, it's actually. The first uh, appearance of a a villain you've seen before in New Spearhead. Deborah Watling said this was her favorite story and the one she would most like to be found in an interview very shortly before her death. Yeah, because she's 
actually like has brains in this one. Like <laughs> I said, a real companion. Episode two, I was like, she's definitely leaving this this story. No way. Um, I like to look at the ratings and kind of see how we're doing. This one, not not doing great, but we are kind of transitioning from winter to spring here. Maybe there was a couple nice days. Episode one, eight point two million. Episode two, seven point nine. Three, seven point seven, four, six point six, five, five point nine. I think it's the first Ooh. time we got under six million. And six was six point nine. Ooh. So big everyone, everyone likes to tune in for those finales. People mm. like the finish. The big well, finish. Especially I'm sure it had been advertised that Deborah Watling was leaving. They advertised that? What the heck? This is yeah. a wildly famous show. How These people you... go on late night talk shows. They go like they do interviews there. It's a big industry. NDA that that gal gets more people to watch, right? I suppose, yep. yeah. If you want to see it happen, yeah. But there's the like cliff. a children's program, like a Saturday morning thing called Blue Peter, which is like a variety show, and they would always what have like. What was the Dr. name of this show? Blue Peter. It's still going on, I think, in some capacity. But uh, they would always have, like, interviews with Doctor Who actors, or, like, any time a new companion was coming to the show, they'd always be on there. Anyway. I watched Encanto today, and if anyone's seen it, like, you, this, the kids get a magical power when they come of age, and they open this magic door, and, like, all the kids followed him into his magic room, and one of the girls go, it's bigger on the inside? And that was really special. <laughs> nice. Terry, any last statements you want to make before we move on? I have a game we're going to play. Ooh. Uh, I just really liked the line the doctor had said, uh, trouble is the spice of life. Like he said, the spice of life, because Victoria was complaining. Uh, but I really like that. It was really yeah, that's fun. a common phrase. Yeah. Well, not trouble is the spice of life, just X thing is the spice of life. <laughs> Well, also, you gotta say it like the Patrick doctor. Troughton, where you like trail off, <laughs> and then you started with like, hmm. That's pretty much it. Okay. Um, yeah, kind of a short one here. I just didn't have anything to say about this one. I was, I was out of it when watching this. Hopefully, the next one goes better. It's going to be tough to go better because it's six episodes and only one of them exists and the rest are all reconstructions. Oh, no. Still images. I'm going to have to hide oh. my phone in another room in a safe, locked <laughs> behind a door. No, you're going to have to have your phone out so that your eyes stay open. Jesus. <laughs> you don't have to have your eyes open to hear it. Um, so the reason we're doing this one is because it is on BritBox, like the official BBC reconstructions. So they're probably pretty good ones. Episode 3 is the one that exists. It's an episode I've never seen, so I was kind of keen to watch it. And it's the first appearance of our next companion, so I wanted that to be something we saw. It's also the final story of Season 5, which means that the one after that, we're going to go back and watch a new Who story that gets picked by one of you guys. So another reason I'm kind of sliding in that wheel in space is so that you guys, we could choose today who that person's going to be, and then that person will have a few weeks to think about it. Black spot, black spot, 
black spot. <laughs> <laughs> and to pick that person, we're going to play a little game. Oh, no. That means, Jill, you could win and do. I get to pick another one. You can go twice in a row. Ooh. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> so I have found four top 50 lists. The random subjects, different things. I'm going to tell you the category. You have to guess just one of the things that's on the list. If you get, if the one you say is number 40 to 50, you get a point. 30 to 40, two points. 20 to 30, three points. 10 to 24 points. 5 to 10, five points. 4, six points, three, etc. It's that show. What's that show called? We're playing Family Feud. Kinda. And... Kinda? This is a complete ripoff. <laughs> or, or is it rip like off. Pyramid? It's not a complete ripoff. Oh, yeah. It Welcome is. to Married Feud. Married Feud. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> I'm going Married to give each of you two guesses at each category. So you will have eight total turns. This might be a long game. So let's try to think quickly here. Oh, or God. I can edit it. Who cares? <laughs> and then we'll try to mix up the order so that everyone doesn't get to go first every time. But the first one we're doing. Is the top 50 highest grossing actors of all time. So you take an actor, every film they've ever been in, add up all the money it made, and this is domestic, US only. Adjusted? No. Hmm. Get your math brain on. <laughs> so modern day. Okay. Um, there's um, a good mix. Alex, you're going to go first. Any actor. Robert Downey Jr. Fuck that. Robert Downey Jr. is number two. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh shit. So you get He was nine in all that points. Marvel bullshit. Like a lot of it. All that Marvel bullshit. Sherlock Holmes movies made a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He also pops up like in Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm gonna be really uh, bad at this game. Yeah, yeah. There's other categories. Like if you're bad at this category, there'll be one you're better at later. Jill, you're next. Tom Cruise. Any actor. She said Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll. Tom Cruise is number seven, which is worth five points. Sam. Johnny Depp. Ooh. No. I know he hasn't been around for a while, but. <laughs> well, Johnny Depp is all those pirates movies. Johnny Depp is number 13. Oh, that's not bad. Ooh. So you get four points. <sighs> nice. Cody? Someone pick a female lead so we're not sexist. <sighs> I mean, I you was going to do that, right? I was going to say Angelina <laughs> Jolie. But I Actor think... is non-gendered, Jill. Really? Truth, yes. It's been changed. Uh, Brad Pitt. Ooh. Scrolling. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Name a Brad Pitt movie that made a lot of money. Uh, Bullet Train. Bullet Train. They said a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> uh, Inglourious Bastard. Yeah. Did it? It was. It was a good movie. Doesn't mean it made a lot. So he gets in. Uh, no country to the top fifty because they count the one half of a second that he's in Deadpool two. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he wow. is in number forty two. So that does get you a point. Oh, thank God. Derry. Uh Chris Evans. Ooh, okay, good call. you Marvel fuckers. Good call. Chris Evans is number eleven. 
Oh, that gets you four points. Okay. Okay. There are Hemsworth. two women in the top ten. Just say more. Okay. Terry, you get to go again. We're bringing it back going the other way. Oh, shit. Um, all right. I'm going to pick a Maggie Smith. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. There's not, not a chance in fucking hell Maggie Smith is anywhere <laughs> on this list. I don't know. I was hoping like Harry Potter and like her Wait, other stuff. Are we that still in actors? Are we doing it? Oh, we picked. Two. Oh, you said we're picking two. Wait, mm-hmm. is this Dame Maggie Smith? Yes. I mean, maybe she's like. She yeah, she's not on this list. Dang it! She's okay. not in the top hundred. <laughs> oh no! So that's a big zero for Terry. <laughs> Cody again. Actor means both male and female, and otherwise. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is. It's got to be on here somewhere. Number nine. Of course, of course, and I hate Five it. Points. <laughs> Sam. Um. Male or female? I don't know. Emma Watson. Uh. I don't think any. Oh, Emma Watson's number twenty-four. No, nice. hey, not bad. She's in all them Harry Potters. Harry Potter's expensive. Yeah, but she's not Hermione. She's not in all of them. Maggie Smith. Well, I, I mean, Emma Barbie Watson was in other old. things too. <laughs> like Beauty and the Beast made a shit ton of money. Um, let's see. So. Good movie. It was fine. So that's three Good points movie. for Emma Watson. Jill. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Number nineteen gets you. God. Four points. <laughs> Alex, bring it home. I know you've got a top three in you. He got real excited, like three answers. I, I I had the dude's face in my brain, and I could not think of his name for the longest time. Gary Oldman. Ooh. Ooh. No chance. He's really? in everything. Yeah, everything that wins Oscars. Those don't make money. So? <laughs> well, there's nobody named Gary in the top 100. <laughs> so that's a big zero. Okay. Is, that, is that the guy's name I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's That's only insane. In, he's only in three Harry Potter movies. Um, maybe just two. Would I have done better if I'd send, like, Clint Eastwood? Well, Clint definitely probably has the most movies on here. Where's Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Because that was my backup. Um, 14. He was in Moana. Damn. Goddamn. Oh, Dwayne. He's number yeah. one. Uh, Clint was number 93, so that would have gotten you no points. Oh. Did we figure out where George Clooney was yet? No, uh, what's he been in that made money? Wait, you can go past fifty. Uh, yeah, no, I just where, have it. They take where points is from you. Double where seven? is Gary Oldman? He's, He's not in the top hundred. Really? Oh. Neither is George Clooney. Oh, oh no, there's two Georges. Scarlett Johansson. Like That's Widow. what I was thinking for George a Clooney female. is seventy nine. Scarlett Johansson is number three. God damn. Uh, who's well, number one? A number, number one three. is Samuel Jackson. What? He's in he's in every Avengers movie. He's in Star Wars. He's in The Incredibles. Oh shit. He's in yeah. every fucking Marvel movie. God uh, damn it. Top ten are Sam Jackson, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Chris Pratt, Tom Hanks, Zoe Saldana, Tom Cruise, Bradley Cooper, Chris Hensworth, and Harrison Ford. So yeah, you just go through all the Avengers and you're solid. 
yeah, and the also only non-Avengers. <laughs> the only, yeah, it's Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and Harrison Ford are the only non-Avengers people on that list. <laughs> I sh- I shouldn't have strayed from that strategy. That was like my first strategy. Yeah, and I got I got fucking Iron Man. Well, Zoe Saldana cracks in there. She's in three Guardians movies, like two Avengers movies, four Star Trek movies, and both uh, Avatars. Did Karen Gillan make the list? She is on the list at number Thanks. 23. Wow. Man. Okay, I'd... that's the first category down. We got to go faster. We got <laughs> four fun. lists. Gary Oldman is in 108 movies. That's insane. He's not even like in the top 100. <laughs> They're all fucking British movies that he made. <laughs> yeah. Trash. Trash British movies. Guys, okay, we you cannot heard, British put all the UK here. on the whiteboard. Everyone has get seen. Get up, more. <laughs> trash <laughs> cody's trying to censor us right now like, his no okay his shut his up everybody fucking <laughs> the next I list need a mute button here i've got top 50 most attractive nationalities the country with the most attractive people this list get a shift on was done by a company using ai to scan reddit posts and to grab every post that was a picture with the word like attractive or hot or sexy and that had their nationality in it. <laughs> so not oh, wildly no. scientific, but it has a lot of data. <laughs> Jill, or sorry. Yeah, Jill, we're going to go first with you this Does time. It, is that real data? Uh, according to the company, poor moi, it is. <laughs> Jill? Spain. Spain is number 14. I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of projecting here. That is four points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your kink? Personal. <laughs> Sam? Uh, Iceland. Oh there my god. No, their whole chins. The <laughs> no. whole chin. I just think of it as like a, a beautiful place in itself. So like that has to correlate, right? <laughs> Iceland is, is number scrolling. 37. So you get yeah. two points. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Made it. Made yeah, it. perfect. Cody? Uh, Sweden. Oh, yeah. I was going to say That's that. That's actually really good. What did Sweden, you say? Sweden, I remember Sweden. being much further down than I thought it would be. Oh. <laughs> um, getting pop-ups. Oh, it's number three. Oh. For eight oh, points. I think that's a pretty far cry from one. <laughs> <laughs> Terry... Uh, Brazilian. Just got another pop-up. Daily Mail is trash. Brazil's number six. I like like how you said Brazilian. Yeah, Yeah, not just like Uh, Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) For how many points? Um, I don't know. Keep keep me sick. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have you been though? Origin, man. Oh, it's It's... five. No, it's not pop-ups. It's just like... I don't know. The Daily Mail is a trash uh, paper and a trash website. <laughs> Tabloid. Um, Alex. I'm going to go Greek. Greece is Greece. on here, I think I remember. <laughs> I might be lying. Oh, no. Did I go too wild? <laughs> you should have said Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> like, they I... literally have a term, Greek God. Come on. <laughs> Page yeah, but they also say they have big fat Greek wedding, right? Oh, so like, hey, that's Ooh. not that's unattractive. That's not referencing the people. 
<laughs> I've seen a couple oh. of the Greeks, and let me tell Greece you, they is like... number 30. All right. Which gives you three points. Alex, bring it back on the snake. Can I get a recap of what's been said? No. 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 Because <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's just country, listed countries? 50 of them. All right, I'm going to go American. Because that could be any nationality. Two is the USA. Hey. Really? hey. What? Nine points. Hell Jill? yeah. Oh, no, Jill, you're last. Terry? Ah. Argentina. Oh, yeah, those folks that post on Reddit all the time. You know the people that are posting these aren't from these countries. You don't know that. Except Americans, probably. Where, where's the data? Where's the where's data? The da- to where's that? the data? Cite your sources. Um, Argentina is not on this list. Damn it! I am. That's shocking. Like fifty percent on these things. I'm just double checking. Control F is unresponsive because this website sucks. Um, Terry with another zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Australia. Australia is on the list, is number 23. I suppose they're about as fat as we are. <laughs> we, are we are really putting we ourselves out as fatophobic. We need to... Uh... Sam? I'm going to go with the red-headed kink and go with Ireland. Hey. Ooh, number 17. Oh, not bad. I'll take it. So that's four points. Jill, you Italy. can get number one. Italy, number eight. Number one. Is it the Germans? The Germans. <laughs> no. Is it the Philippines? Nope. Malta. Is it Canada? What is it? Tell us. Or would it be like China or India just because of larger Make Terry population? stop guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's India. Oh, India. Damn it. Really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Should've you got, got that media. mocha skin. Mm-hmm. Mocha <laughs> chocolata. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We're continuing. Oh, food. <laughs> no, let Alex this run is... with it. They have the piercings <laughs> and like the look. Yeah. They got it all. This is from Forbes, so a little more maybe red. But the survey was done by a company. It was done by a travel company. I can't remember the name. I'm not scrolling up for that. Uh 50 most beautiful countries in the world. Not the people, the land. So kind of like the one we just did, but way different. Sam, it's your turn to go first. Oh, gee. Uh, Iceland. Number 43. That gets you a point. Really? Mm. What was the question? I wasn't listening. Most beautiful countries, not the people, the land. Oh, I already know number one. Cody, it is your turn. Why don't you give us that number one? Colombia. That's number three for eight okay, points. Okay, it's number one. You're wrong. The whole thing's wrong. Everything's wrong. <laughs> Terry? Scotland. Someone who's definitely never been to Scotland. Scotland <laughs> is cold and gross. <laughs> Ouch. Um, nope, not on the list. God damn Another it. zero okay. for Terry. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I suck at this so bad. 
Terry, maybe you should think of what other people think. <laughs> Terry, name four countries. <laughs> Terry, Terry, have you left the U.S.? No. He does not have a passport. <laughs> I haven't been to Canada, so. Yikes. Bruh. For those, for those listening, we live one and a half hour drive from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dox me, bro. Damn. And I believe where Terry grew up was even closer to Canada. No. No, it is. Far other way. That's right. Jill. I mean, Alex. Give me a country. Alex. I'm going to go with Switzerland. They got those mountains. Uh, they got those that they do. mountains. That is, Can I get a Holland for the Ricola, man? That is a place I have been. Not as beautiful as they make it sound. Really? I've driven through wow. that mountains. Switzerland is number 46. That gets you one point. Oh. Jill? Greece. Greece mm. is number 37. Two points for Jill. Jill, you get to Ooh. go again. I'm trying to like brain and Facebook friends as someone who travels a lot and they just went to the most beautiful place ever and it was real unexpected. Pretty sure I told all of you about it and I cannot. Yeah, but this is on Forbes, not no. where those people are. Forbes been. didn't do the survey. A travel company, like a travel website, surveyed their subscribers. Man, are they trying to pull people to like a crazy country? Like, Okay, then I'm. Let's refrain I'm from calling America, any country a crazy country. The U.S. U.S. No, like a country that's just like under duress. <laughs> U.S. is number twelve. Oh man, I was gonna guess that one. That's a good guess. So that's five points for you, Jill. Alex. Okay, now that I'm done, I'm gonna have to look up this place. Colombia got three, so I'm gonna go Argentina. Oh yeah, I yep. Let's see, it got no points in the last one. Yeah. Ooh. I think it's on here. Doing a control F. <laughs> Find it, you bastard. Oh, there it is. 22. Oh, thank you. For Country's four points. People, no. <laughs> Terry? <sighs> Great Britain. Come on, Terry. Great Britain? Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> Just give him England. Come I, on. Give give him a point. Give, give him one give point. Him give him another country point. that's not on here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna give be him last anyway. Thinks, give him what he thinks he's yeah, saying. So I don't know. Is Northern Ireland on here? <laughs> Is a part of Great Britain on here? All right, that that's a big zero. Yeah. I mean, you already your last guess was Scotland, which is in Great Britain. <laughs> You said the same oh, thing twice. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> Cody. United States. Of, oh, sorry. No. Sam, close your ears. Sam's got her head in the fucking sand, but United yeah, States of okay. America, prettiest stop. place. Okay. Jill already You're said dumb. that. You're yeah. dumb. I was trying to tell you to stop. Jill already said US. Oh. Oh, what was the point? How many points was it? It was number 12. 14. It was number 12. Oh, 12. It was number 12. Oh, 12. 12. That's what I, really? And I agreed. Let, play it back. I agreed with her. Okay. It's definitely got to be the most diverse like, country. It's yeah, like sheer landmass of like Alaska, pure beauty. Utah. Hey. And that's number I'm looking 14. for a different Anyways. answer. And again, it's number 12. Oh, yeah, what are you picking? <laughs> not, oh. not for us to continue to talk about the U.S. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's go with... Uh, <laughs> Cutter. 
<laughs> that desert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's stuff. I'm not. I'm not even. And it's gonna be like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, don't even. Don't even scrolling. Don't even look it up. That's a zero for Cody Sam. I'm picking literally the same two answers that I picked last time. I'm gonna go with Ireland. Gorgeous country. Well, it didn't work when he said Great Britain, so it's not going to work when you say Ireland. <laughs> I know only it's Northern Ireland is part. part of Great Britain. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to give it to him if it was there. And it's not. Number one is Indonesia. Number two is New Zealand. Three is Colombia. Tanzania. Mexico. Kenya. India. France. Papua New Guinea. And Comoros France. are your top ten. <laughs> Okay, so my the one I was looking for, and when I gave my second answer, I started Facebooking to find it. Where's Croatia? Ooh. Where's Japan? If Croatia's not number one, that's bullshit. Because that was my that Croatia's was my not on the list. Next guess. That is insane. But you know what is on the like list? It, Thailand, a place ooh, that Cody has ever been to. Yes. I, <laughs> okay. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. Thailand has some beautiful islands, but you get in the city and it's like so dirty awful. and yeah. Well, yeah, I mean Mexico's number five, and that's the exact same thing. Go to Mexico City; it's a trashy. Also, that's what I, I. That's why I was curious what they were looking for, which is why I said Ireland over Thailand because Ireland had way more open areas, gorgeous lands, like. But New Zealand, I was trying to think of where on earth. Uh, yeah, just think like of Lord wherever of the they built the Hobbit. And that's obviously going to be on there. Yeah. Where's Ukraine? They're trying Ireland. to get some, so many some things army are, guys, people. Guys, I already closed so it. So many things in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you all to shut up real quick. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to add up our points to where we're at. Alex has 26. Jill has 25. Boomed him. Sam has 14. Cody Ugh. has 25. Oh, Terry has on. nine. So three people are within one, and Nakoda and Terry, or Sam and Terry, are also here. Okay, okay. this next one's going to be a little weird. I All of these people are living. For now. It's the top 50 <laughs> richest athletes. This is on CelebrityNetworth.com. No, Jay. <laughs> Can we Google? Like, no, athlete is quite a broad <laughs> term. Yeah, what like, the so, fuck? And he's right, and their money didn't have to come from sports. For oh, okay. example, there's a man, number three is a man who is worth $1.2 His name is Ion Tyriak. He was a tennis player for like a minute, and then he started Romania's first bank like the first <laughs> private bank and now he owns like half the country so most of the people on here you will know but there are some weird ones uh, number four is a danish dressage rider <laughs> worth a billion dollars is this adjusted for inflation they're uh, they're current these are living people <laughs> what is their net worth right now Cody, I you get to go first. Hell yeah. Because Alex just looked this up coincidentally. Uh, yeah, I... What was I looking up? It, well, was, it was golf related. Hey, if you, but, you live your life, yeah. you learn things. That's hey, not shenanigans. Cody, make your guess. Oh, Lionel Messi. Is he still he alive? Is, <laughs> he he, he just died. <laughs> 11. That is oh. four points for Cody. That, that might win the whole thing for you. Messi's worth $600 million. Terry? Lance Armstrong? 
disgraced bike rider. <laughs> I don't know, Terry. I hate this. He thing. is not on the list. Cool. That is Alex. my fifth zero. Uh, I asked if it's adjusted because money made in the '80s is different than money made today. It's what it that person is worth right now, not how much money they made and when oh. they made it. How much okay, are they that's... worth now, this uh. minute? <laughs> Tiger Woods. Oh, really good. He's definitely on the list at number six. Wait, did Alex just get five points? He got four. So, so he's you, still, he's still one, one ahead of you. Okay. But uh, yeah, Tiger's worth eight hundred million, and that's including turning down an alleged eight hundred million from Live Golf. Jill, Peyton Manning. Good guess. He used to own a lot of Papa John's. <laughs> he is number thirty-five at two hundred fifty million. Nice. Oh no! Um, so that's two points for Jill, keeping her in it. Sam, Dwayne. The Rock Johnson. Ooh. Damn it. Dwayne is number five. Fuck. Yeah. Five points for Sam. Oh, no. And now, Sam, you get to bring it back. No. Your final guess in the game. He's You're got at... the shoes. He's got the movie. He's got it all. Michael Jordan. Number two. Oh, God damn it, for Sam. nine points yeah. for Sam. She just take the win? Fuck. Well, she did not. That got her up to 28 Alex is sitting at 30, and Cody's sitting at 29. Oof. Jill, you're at 27. It is your turn. You need at least two points, or three points, to stay in it. Man, all I can think is football, because that's where I'm at. Oh, it's probably like rugby or some shit. All right, I'm doing it. Tom Brady. Boom. Uh, If it was Tom Brady's wife. Tom Brady is number 29, worth $300 million. Respective, respective. His wife is worth four hundred million. Ex-wife, they just got divorced. I wonder oh, no. if he got some of that. Um, so let's see, twenty-nine gets you three points. Good showing, Jill. Alex. Oh, that gets that keeps you in it. That got you to thirty. I'm gonna go Ronaldo. If Alex throws a zero here, you are tied with Alex. There's no way Ronaldo's not on this list. Cristiano Ronaldo is number 15. Okay. Oh, wow. Four points for Alex. Okay. I would not have expected that. Terry? Uh, I'm going to do a say Hail some Mary. part of Ireland? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I'm going with the Williams sisters. No! Um, I've been you sitting get, on that for so long. Fuck you! You get to guess one person. Yeah, you, you don't, don't get, get to both. guess multiple uh, people. I have nine points. We, I get both. <laughs> can we let him guess both because he's been so yes. bad? Also, do you know the na- their first names? Fuck. It's Serena and Venus. Okay. Which one are you picking? The Williams sisters. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, one of them is on this list and one of them is not. Fuck! Okay. Uh, Serena. That is number 28. Yes! Worth 300 million. Her husband, who created Reddit, worth quite a bit more. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Three points for Terry to get him to a whopping 12. Double digits! All right, Cody. (laughs) You basically need to get the top person... To pass like, out. You need five points to 
top Alex, and the only way to do that is to get someone in the top five. Only one of them is gettable. Jordan, Jordan and Dwayne Johnson have already been picked. Number four was the dressage lady. Number three was Ian Tyriac. Number one is a person you've heard of and is possible to get, but you're not going to get it. <laughs> Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I would be surprised if he wasn't on here. Early investor in the ring camera. He does car insurance commercials. <laughs> before, it's gotta be made of money. He's also the us... he's also on the board for Papa John's Pizza. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Papa John's is the pizza. Before you... No. Before you tell us, where is where is Magic Johnson? Oh, he's just outside of the top five. Where's Floyd oh. Mayweather? Well, hold on. I am good. Magic Ooh, Johnson's George number Foreman? seven. No, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal is worth $400 million. He is number 21. Oh. So that's a good guess, Cody. That gets you three points and gets you to 31 or 32 total. But Alex at 34 is the winner. Alex, spend the next two weeks thinking about what new who story you want us to revisit. Who am I looking up? Floyd Mayweather. Mike Tyson. Everyone be proud of my comeback. Mike Tyson is broke, bro. Floyd, well, top ten, yeah, top ten. Go to jail for rape will do that. Floyd Mayweather's oh, worth four hundred million. He was on the list in the teens, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Here, I'll just read out the top ten. Or I, I... so number ten was LeBron. Fuck. LeBron James. Number nine was a retired basketball player and successful fast food entrepreneur, Junior Bridgman. Don't know who that is. Eddie Jordan's number eight. He was an Irish race driver and business guru. Uh, Magic Johnson, Tiger Woods at six, Dwayne Johnson at five. Anna Kasparak is the dressage writer who's worth a billion dollars. Ian Tyriac, number three. Michael Jordan, number two. Number one, the former owner of the WWE, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, worth $3 billion. Oh, oh wow. $3 billion. My God. Was he an athlete? That's though? why he walks like that. <laughs> God damn it. He, he did wrestle. I mean, it's, he's just as much an athlete as Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I was like, eh. where, where does Caitlyn Jenner fall on this list? <laughs> Nowhere. Anybody who jumps in a ring and tears <laughs> his entire ACL through his entire body and all elbows and <laughs> That's an athlete. That's. <laughs> Actually, I could send you a clip of him tearing both quads just walking to the ring. (laughs) No. Okay. Let's wrap this shit up. Please. That was our fun game. Alex got first place with 32, or 34. Then Cody with 32. Jill with 30. Sam with 28. Terry with 12. Yes. (laughs) I'm not in the very bottom. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I know people. (laughs) Fun game. <laughs> it was a fun game. Terry guest with his heart. Yeah, I like that. Best guest was Brazilian. Yeah, again, next time we're doing Wheel in Space. It's on BritBox. It's six episodes. Only one exists. The rest are all recons. Alex, do the song, please. Did we did we want to do MVPs or did we care? No, nope, <sighs> I'm stopping nope. it. I'm setting nope. the okay, recording again. Never Bye. mind, do the song. <laughs> 
This has been Married to Who, our episode on Fear from the Deep. If you'd like to participate, you can do so by following us on Twitter at Married to Who Pod. If you want to listen to any of our older episodes past the most recent hundred, you can do so on our website, MarriedToWho.com. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex, and the producer, Terry, thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for The Wheel in Space. Better down, do 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 do